Garden Pots with Skeletor, the gardening podcast that, etc. This is a new low for taglines, and buddy, I've heard some bad ones lately. More like a genius tagline. It says nothing and, thus, does not force the power of Grayskull to make me avoid insulting the listeners. I don't have to say anything nice at all. If you don't mind using a useless tagline, then yes, that is factually true. And what's this about you hearing other taglines? Are you stepping out on this podcast? Me? No. That doesn't sound like something I'd do. Look at this face. Does this look like the face of someone that would do that? It looks like the face of someone who would and has lied to me on numerous occasions. True. But sometimes they were fun lies. Remember the surprise birthday party? <laughs> With the petting zoo? Mm. We had that little pony dressed up as a unicorn. Yes, yes, we all remember Moondancer quite fondly. She bit Webstar. <laughs> the point is, if whatever you're keeping from me doesn't have a duck wearing a little bow tie at the end of it, there will be consequences. That's it? You're gonna just let me have the secret? Riley, I invite you to take a look at my day planner. Go on, look at it. Whoa. That thing is a day planner? I thought it was the collected memoirs of Eldor. No, that only has seven volumes. Now, where in this schedule do you see the time to obsess about... Whatever you're doing. Between my 1015 lecture at the orphanage about the importance of the Dewey Decimal System, and my 1045 appointment at the Senior Center, teaching defensive feng shui, perhaps? Or maybe I can squeeze it in during my three-hour crime patrol with Favriel. Oh, I know. What about right after my volunteer shift at the Botanical Garden weaving lightweight blankets for slightly chilly carnivorous plants? No, you're old enough now to manage your own schemes. You're not going to snoop around and try to find out? No. You're not even the littlest bit curious? Nope. Come on, you have to be at least a tiny bit interested. I am not. I am interested in continuing to record this podcast. Mm, bet if you knew about it, you'd be super interested. Yes, fine, I'm sure I would be. Can we get back to why we are here? You know what? Fine. If you really don't care at all, sure, go back to your podcast. Thank you! <clears throat> Today we will be covering catnip as our plant of the episode. First, it is aggressive and will thrive in most places you might plant it. Unless you are looking for an opportunity to do some intensive weeding later, save yourself the trouble and grow your catnip in a container of some kind. For maximum enjoyment, I suggest something large enough to allow the cats in your life to enjoy it. A wide, shallow container is perfectly suitable, as the root system does not need to be especially deep for catnip to thrive. Obviously, if you have a large cat, like Panthor, a plastic kiddie pool is really your only option. He's so cute when he rolls around in it. He is cute all of the time. But yes, he is especially cute when he's on the nip. Now you can grow it from seed, but the germination process requires several additional steps, such as freezing and soaking the seeds, so I recommend simply buying a catnip plant or two and repotting. It will happily begin dominating any spot you put it, so keep that in mind. A real mint, huh? It's actually quite a close relative of mint. However, unlike mint, it's not fond of being kept well watered. You're fine to leave it to dry out. Mature plants are fairly drought tolerant and like a lot of sunlight, so, you're in a good situation if you like to water deeply every now and then, rather than having an exacting regular watering schedule each week. Wow, you really have mellowed. I refer you again to my planner. Now, people certainly should hold themselves to the highest botanical standard attainable, but I simply don't have the time to do that for them. 
I'm already having to keep up with extra heroing just to make up for Favriel's affair de coeur. Ooh, things getting serious with Buzzoff? They had certainly better be serious. If I find out that stripy Lothario was toying with her affections, there will not be an apiary big enough to hide him from my wrath. I mean, it just might not work out between them. That happens sometimes. Didn't work out with Cody and I, and it's honestly not that big a deal. We still send each other memes. Do you think Cody would be willing to help me destroy Buzzoff using their bee-related powers? If he does something to hurt Favriel, obviously. Not just because I personally cannot stand him. Poggy, do you hear that? This is not petty. If they get bee powers, I'll ask. Am I supposed to ask if you're seeing anyone now? Is that what you ask young people about? Uh, I'll be honest. Once I aged out of the what do you want to be when you grow up question, I've never been sure. I'm honestly a little disappointed that nobody asked me my favorite dinosaur anymore. They're resigned to Saurus, by the way. Allosaurus. The classics are classic for a reason. Well, if you're seeing anyone, I'm sure that they're great, or they don't deserve you, or you really should focus on yourself, or I'm glad that they're so invested in your happiness. Just, uh, choose whichever is appropriate to the situation. There. Done. Thank you? You're welcome. Now, as you may have guessed, catnip is completely safe for cats. But will it kill Beastman? No. Beastman can consume small amounts with no ill effects. It's also safe for dogs and humans, although humans are certainly not advised to consume it in large volume, although it is used in some popular herbal teas. As for Beastman, he doesn't especially care for catnip, but that only serves to make it one of the safest plants to have in his presence. Catnip. Will it kill Beastman? No. But it will induce what he describes as culinary ennui, which is, to his mind, worse. Well, living with Whiplash as a chef will spoil you for anything else. I know that the danger cheese situation is probably not, you know, safe, but I've really gotten a taste for the boxing brie. You'd think the tiny punches would be off-putting, but somehow they only make the funk that much better. Hordak, if this is about the temperature of the steam room, you need to take that up with Merman. He's in charge of everything that's dampness adjacent. Oh, good to know. It could be a little warmer. But more importantly, I want to establish that you know I'm not here, right? I just want to make sure that we are very clear on this. I am not here, I have not been here, and that is exactly the message that needs to be relayed to anyone who might, you know, for no particular reason, be trying to reach me. Nana already knows you're here. You told her?! No! She said something about hearing from one of her spies at the Sweet Gaines Nutri-Shop slash bakery. Ah, damn my superior taste in creatine powder. I suppose she's just biding her time waiting for me to finally admit that I'm here. Honestly, she didn't seem worried about it. But she was working on cross-stitching an update of the safety instructions for the remote control when she mentioned it. So maybe she was just preoccupied? Updated safety instructions? The old one said, Touching this remote during my stories may lead to your explosion. The new version says, touching this remote during my stories will lead to your explosion. As stimulating as family small talk is, Hordak, if someone calls for you, you're on your own. After all I've done for you? One, I thought you were really phoning in that hot yoga class you gave. But two, much more importantly, Poggy means I can't lie. Crap, I forgot about your little zappy pal. Can't you just do it once? No, not if I don't want to be lightly toasted. Which I don't, so don't try to sell me on it. It's... It's Dad. Oh. Oh! 
but he's... Yes, I know. Riley, Riley you, you answer, answer it. it. Oh, heck no. I'm not paid to talk to randos. Who's calling anyway? Uh, oh, Horde Prime? Let it go to voicemail. He'll keep calling. Or worse, send spies. Skeletor, don't you at least have to try to help me? Please? Ah, uh, fine. Hordak, do you remember our days in the improv troupe back at Evil University? We swore never to mention that. Well, desperate times call for desperate measures. Do you remember the exercise, say as I say, not as I do? Was that the one where Cobra Commander kept saying toilets? Like that was a joke? That was all of them. But say as I say was where you'd stand behind me and I'd have to lip sync what I thought you were going to say. You were always terrible at that. I don't see you coming up with any better ideas. Now get behind the curtains. Riley, press the big green button and turn on the view screen. Horde Prime! Long time no see. Sorry I took so long to answer the phone, but you know how terrible I am at everything. Uh, how are things? Conquer anywhere new and interesting lately? I don't sound anything like that. Don't give notes mid-performance. Skeletor, you're looking... good. Ha <laughs> ha! No, I'm as evil as ever, I can promise you that. What a coincidence, so am I. And as two evil colleagues, I thought you might be able to answer a question for me. Well, I'm not very bright, but I'll try, just as long as it's quick. I've got an evil scheme on the boil, and I really do need to get back to it. It'll probably backfire on me because, as you know, I'm very inept. Of course, of course. Skeletor, could you perhaps tell me why Hordak is hiding in your curtains and playing ventriloquist to your dummy? That is an outrageous claim! Skeletor, I need you to tell me the truth. There's probably just some lag on the call. I'll prove that I'm Skeletor. If I were lip-syncing for that handsome scoundrel Hordak, there's no way I'd pour this scalding coffee on my lap just to be nice and do him a favor. But here I go! Hordak! I said, here I go! Well, that should prove there's nothing unusual going on. So, if there are no other questions... Skeletor, the truth. Fine. You want the truth? The truth is, you're a terrible father. Hordak may be an obnoxious bat-headed buffoon and the worst house guest I've ever had, and I'll remind you that Webstore lives here, but he is still your son. And you have him so desperate to avoid disappointing you that not only is he willing to reenact our college improv courses, but a few minutes ago, he actually used the word please. As in, increasing profits at the expense of our workers would please Horde Prime? No, the other way. I see. Hordak, is this accurate? What? Oh, hey Horde Prime, I didn't see you there. I was just looking behind this curtain because uh, I thought I might have dropped some evil back there. You thought you dropped some evil? Yes. Well, did you? No. 
Well, that's a relief. It sounds as though you don't have any to spare. Now, what's this Skeletor says about you avoiding me? Is that true? Define true. I see. Hordak, do you really think I've been a bad father to you? You've been an evil father to me. <sighs> well, at least I can see that those mandatory avoiding the truth without technically lying seminars I insisted all Horde employees attend were one well spent. Incoherent jargon is the best policy was particularly inspiring. It increased gross yield engagement traffic by 14% in the first fiscal quarter alone. Now see, that's the kind of corporate nonsense I expect from a vice president of evil operations. If you had maintained that level of obfuscation and deniability in the first place, I never would have had to fire you. Hold on. Is that what this is about? You're not mad at me for calling you out in front of all the other executives at our last corporate retreat and publicly terminating you, are you? Because that wasn't personal, that was just business. Really? Because you brought me up on stage and said, into a microphone, that I was a huge disappointment and you wished I had never been born. That felt a little... personal. Hordak, that is literally the script in our company handbook that we have to use when letting people go. It's corporate policy. You wrote it. If I hadn't said that, it would open us up to all kinds of lawsuits from other and former employees. Well, yeah, but, I mean... You're still my father. Certainly. When we're off the clock. Speaking of which, this is a business call. It is? I'm using the office phone, aren't I? I just need to conduct a quick exit interview. You expect to interrupt my extremely limited podcasting time to conduct an exit interview? Yes. Though, Skeletal, before I ask you to leave the room so we can conduct the exit interview, personnel matters are private, you know. I have a question about the plants in our office. Actually, I'm glad it worked out this way so I don't need to make two phone calls on company time. Skeletor, the plants in our office haven't put out any new leaves in... ever. Riley, would you put in the Leaf It To Me music here? Now, Horde Prime, have you been watering them appropriately? They're not dropping leaves, are they? No, they've never dropped a leaf. They wouldn't dare. I haven't watered them, but I'm sure someone has. Or there is someone's. The turnover rate in our maintenance department is rather high. Are the existing leaves changing color? Going yellow or brown? No, nothing like that. Hmm. Do you know what kind of plants they are? The green kind. With leaves. Can you describe them a little more? I have an MBA, not a creative writing degree. Adjectives are for beatniks. I suppose I could get someone from the mailing department in here to come up with a description. Uh, wouldn't that cause problems with their billable hours? Hmm. All right. I'll try. There's one here on the desk. It is... Green. With leaves. Yes. You've established that. Oh, it has, uh, made an ethereum stamped onto one of the leaves. So, whatever kind that is. Broccoli, maybe? Stamped? Into the leaves? I don't know what kind of efficiency model you have over there in Eternia, but I don't relish repeating myself. Yes, 
stamped into the leaves. I suppose melted into their plastic. I don't know how plants plant. Evidently not. You do not have plants. You have office decor. Those are fake plants. They're not going to grow new leaves. They're not going to do anything. They'll do what I paid them to do. I acquired them to grow and beautify the offices, and also because HR said that it was cheaper than including therapy on our health plan. If you want additional leaves, then I suppose you are going to have to buy a bigger fake plant. That sounds inefficient. What if I just bought new leaves and stapled them on? The interns need something to do. That is... technically a solution to your problem. I am extremely good at crisis management. Now we can get to that exit interview. No, I don't think we will. We have to. It's company policy. HR isn't going to process the severance package unless the exit interview is completed. You'll still technically be employed. Yes, I know. This is going to throw our entire fourth quarter projections off. Our shareholders are going to be furious at me. Yes, they will. Look, Hordak, I'm still your father and... Nope, not right now you aren't, remember? You called on the office phone. Hordak just left. Yes, I saw. Well, this is awkward. So, Riley, how's your Nana? Does she ever talk about me, or...? Welp, thanks for calling Snake Mountain. Have a great day. Bye! (coughs) Nana does occasionally talk about him when she's in a scotch mood. Usually we all laugh for a very long time. I'm not coming to dinner. Are you afraid you're going to be poisoned or something? Live with Evelyn for a few months and see how cagey you get about dinner invitations. Anyway, we need to wrap things up, Riley. When Ninjor got wind of my alignment... situation... He made me promise to chaperone a field trip for his niece's middle school. In half an hour, the bus to the algae hatchery leaves, and I want to be there early, so I don't have to sit next to that one kid who wants to be friends with the grown-ups and won't shut up about what he views as inconsistencies in the latest episode of Space Tussles 3019. We all know Remulor wasn't originally a clone, Caden. They're obviously going to address that in the season finale. Caden? They're all named Caden these days. Okay, well, just end the show already. I don't think I can. Not until I do... You know... The thing. The thing? Oh, you mean your little unhinged PSAs? So what's the problem? Just do one. I can't force it. Every other time it's just... Come over me. Well, try faking it. Maybe once you're started, you'll get sort of swept up in it or something. Okay, I'll give it a try. Hello there, children, who I do not find annoying and unsettlingly sticky. You should always, um, be good. Don't do bad things. And if someone hasn't seen the most recent Space Tussles 3019, then don't spoil it for them by revealing that Jessica and Alphulon 7 kiss at the end, Caden! So, in conclusion, don't do drugs. Yeah, that was nothing. Maybe we can jumpstart it. Riley, the manifestation of my magical monologuing is not a 1985 Camry. We can't just put Trapjaw on the driver's seat, push it in front of a train, and hope for the best. For the last time, that is not how you jumpstart a car. And I was thinking something more along the lines of... 
Oh no! My bag of pickle chips is empty, and the trash can is all the way across the room. What should I do? What are you talking about? There's a trash can right next to you. My older brother said that littering was a grown-up thing to do. Since when do you have a brother? I know. I'll throw this trash on the ground and then smoke a tobacco cigarette. What are you- Now, Riley, do you really think that littering is the way to earn your family's respect and make them see that you're ready for more responsibility? More responsibility? Who the hell wants- I, I mean, uh, golly gee, Skeletor. I never thought of it that way. Rock and roll music videos and trendy computer games make littering look cool and glamorous. But that's one idea that belongs right in the garbage can. Which is just where you should be putting the rest of your garbage. Failing to deposit refuse in an appropriate receptacle might seem like a fun game, at first. But what if someone were to step on that banana peel you so carelessly discarded? They might slip and fall. Not so funny now, is it? Um, I guess not. It certainly isn't. Just because your older brother thinks littering is an easy way to seem more mature, doesn't mean he's right. In this episode, Hordak learned that even when family members think they're doing the right thing, sometimes they make mistakes. Is that what he learned? Did you know that litterers are six times more likely than non-litterers to sass their elders, eight times more likely to be tardy for school, and over 18 times more likely to litter? I mean, I at least suspected that last one. So if your friends try to convince you to litter, they're not really your friends. And if your brother tries to convince you to litter, he's not really your brother. He's probably an actor hired by a pro-littering consortium to infiltrate your family and destroy it from within. Um... Don't let some litter thug convince you to throw your future in the trash. If you really want to see more grown-up, try doing some exercises that improve your posture. Or volunteer at a nursing home to help elderly people choose pizza toppings. Remember, you've got the power. The power to help keep Eternia clean and tidy, that is. Okay, you good? Yes, that seemed to do the trick. I'm off to the algae hatchery. I bet Caden litters. Garden Pots with Skeletor is written by Marissa Bond, Megan Bob, and Nathaniel Hubbard, and edited by Dan Mulcairn. Our theme song is Daydream by Rafael Medina, and our logo was created by Kit Mulcairn. Skeletor is played by Dan Mulcairn. Riley is played by Kit Mulcairn. Hordak is played by Neil Butler. Horde Prime is played by Marissa Bond. Additional music from filmmusic.io from Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com, used under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 international license. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe and all associated characters are property of their owners. You can reach us at gardenplotswithskeletor at gmail.com, on Twitter at garden underscore plots, or through our website, gardenplotswithskeletor.carrd.co. If you like what you heard, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and review on your podcast app of choice. You can donate to Skeletor Schemes on Ko-fi at ko-fi.com slash gardenplotswithskeletor. Thanks for listening.